Yes, yes, yes. Who is and isn't native tongues on the Boom Bap chat tonight? Peace, everybody. My name is MC Till. And I go by the name of Profound. And if you are in Cincinnati, I suggest you go over to everybody's records and check them out because they have a dope selection of records, tapes, vinyls. They have all kinds of great stuff. And if you can't get to Cincinnati, it's too cold, whatever the case is, you can always check them out online at everybodysrecords.com. Man, and if you don't have a copy of our annual Boom Bap Review books, you can get all three copies for 30 bucks at boombapreview.com. And our new book, The Native Tongues Review, is coming out in May. That's 2022 market calendars. And if you want to get the latest updates, sign up for our monthly newsletter at boombapmonthly.com. Yeah, and if you're wondering, like, what's going on? I thought this was going to be a conversation about Nas. What is happening tonight? Well, we have some guests, uh, High Society, and they have joined us every time we've talked about Nas. And, and we had some some last-minute uh, technical issues, and so we are going to reschedule uh, that conversation uh, for some weeks down the line because uh, those guys, man, has – and uh swift mickey they they know their nas material they love nas and it just wouldn't be right talking about this album uh this new magic album without them so we're going to reschedule that we're gonna have a little bit shorter uh conversation tonight but we're going to try to do something if, if there's uh folks out there that are interested uh we will give you the link uh for tonight if you want to come into the show and uh appear in one of these little rectangle boxes, uh, you can jump in and you can share your thoughts around our topic tonight and uh, have a conversation with us. You can always just comment online as well uh, on YouTube and, and Twitch and Facebook. So, uh, to, yeah, so just hit us. If you want to join, uh, let us know. I'll send you the link uh, as a comment and uh, you can jump in here or you can just share your thoughts uh, below. As always, uh, in here with me is Profound. Profound, how what you doing, man? Doing, doing all right? good, bro. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm doing well, man. Good to see you, man. Man, it is good to see you too, my friend. Very good to see you. And I'm feeling good uh, because I'm not even like a huge football fan, but just living in Cincinnati and the fact that like, you know, you know the story. <laughs> this, this team was terrible for so long, never winning a super, uh, you know, playoff game. They, um, uh you know what, what do they win six games in the last two years something crazy like that hey man y'all had, had a rough comes in. y'all had a rough 16 years with old Marlon really? lewis man so so even though i'm not like the biggest football in the fan in the world <laughs> i appreciate a good story you know and when it happens to your team uh, like my neighbor called me after the game he was like well uh, i can't believe it you know it's just it's just you know everyone's excited so um so it's good. It's good to be in Cincinnati right now. That's for sure. Man, I I bet it is. I I, I give y'all I give y'all props, man. Props to Cincinnati. Joe Burrow a beast. Jamar Chase yeah. a beast too. Y'all yeah, y'all doing it. I I get I, I give it up. No doubt. No doubt. Until until uh, until next season start, then I'm, I'm gonna have to jump back on my my Chicago bandwagon, man. Yeah, man. How did how were the Bears this year? Like like. Said, Stop it, Till. We're not here to talk about the Bears today, brother. <laughs> We're here know. to discuss the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. This is bringing up some I think we might have won. I think we I won four games. I think. I think we was I mean, six, or it was, did we win six games? I don't know. Who knows, man? We were. We, you know, we got a new coach now, so. Okay. There you we'll go. See. There you go. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, tonight's yeah, we'll topic. See. 
Um, I want to talk a little bit about the native tongues. Uh, and before I get into the native tongues, I, I do tonight was going to be all about Nas and you know his new album Magic. And I do want to say one thing about Nas uh, and something that we have going on. We have a new song. It's a tribute to Nas. Uh, it's a beat I did. And a really dope MC out of Cincinnati, actually talking about Cincinnati, Sharp One, super dope MC. He he put together this really nice tribute uh, song to Nas called Your Favorite Rapper's Favorite Rapper. And really dope. And we put it out there that you could do a remix for it. And we're still open to submissions uh, for a little bit longer. Uh, we're, we're closing submissions tomorrow. Um, we're putting out an old school maxi single. So you'll get the song mm. and you'll get the acapella version. You'll get the remixes. You get some instrumentals. We have a lot of a lot of remixes, some really interesting remixes. Uh, you'll get all of that. There's virtual uh, digital liner notes, uh, you know, with the credits and lyrics and sharp ones. Top five uh, album, Nas albums, Nas songs, top five Nas verses. And then we have a really dope um, reflection piece. Uh, an essay from Professor Stephen Dunn in it as well about uh, New York State of Mind Part 2. Uh, so you'll get all that. Plus, you'll get our new book, The Boom Bap Review, just 20 bucks. Uh, so that's going to go live here in a few days. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, and then at some point, we'll release that single, that maxi single to the general public. But uh, the scoop in and, and get it now, uh, you can get that deal here in a few days. So be on the lookout for that. All right. We'll get back to that conversation soon when we can get high society in here. But tonight I have been on uh, we have we have a Facebook group uh, that we moderate called the Native Tongues fan page uh, or something like that. But it's all about the Native Tongues, uh, discussing them, celebrating them, you know, just posting links, songs, essays, whatever. And so there was a conversation that started today about, you know, who is and isn't in the Native Tongues. And I, I profound, like, not like a, you know, an academic, I did all this research, but like, just from a, this is who I always thought it was perspective. Who did you always think the native tongues were? Okay. So I was introduced to daylight from the beginning and tried from the beginning. So mm -hmm. I understood the native tongues to be, um, Queen Latifah, Moni Love. Yep. Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers, De La Soul, uh, Chila Lee, and and uh, Black Sheep. Yeah. And I, and I might be missing. Yeah, that that's who I associate. You know, I mean, well, of course, you know, some some will say leaders and busted and all of that, but I don't really say that because they they didn't they weren't there really. Well, they weren't exposed to us in the beginning like that. But that's who I thought it was. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. Um, same. And like I didn't even I mean, the only reason I thought Black Sheep was a part of it was because of that intro. I think the Black Sheep of the family tree. Like, mm -hmm. oh, OK, they are part of it, you know. Um, but then, you know, when you look Wikipedia, I, I mean, I don't know how accurate Wikipedia is, but when you look at Wikipedia, they have all of those core members that you just mentioned. But they also have the Fushnickens, which that I when I saw that for the first time, I thought, well, I, I knew like there was a connection, but I never thought they were, you know, a part of the native tongues. But somebody did. And I, but, you, and, but mm, I was going to say, I'm, I'm just thinking, I don't know. I, I remember you remember Lash Move 
when Fife, yeah. you know, yeah. Fife was on Life, Logic yeah. Move and all of yeah. that. And that was around the time Native Tongues was popping big right. too. And, Dang, and there, Till, that's a good one. And there was some production, you know, from Tribe on the Fushnikens debut album. I forget how many, maybe at least one. Maybe there was a couple of tracks they produced. But that, according to Wikipedia, that's according to a De La So interview in 1996 on Much Music's uh, Rap City. I don't even know what Much Music's is. But anyway, so apparently someone claims that they were on record saying that. I've not found this interview. I've been searching for it, but I've not found it. Mm -hmm. And then the other person they list, in addition to to what you named, is uh, Lucian. And you oh, hear you hear him talk about Lucian and Tribe albums. So yep. And you know yeah. what though? Too, I don't even know I who that is. I'm not sure who that was. That just part of the crew. I, I think so. But you remember, Tribe had that that song on the first Instinctive Travels called yeah. uh, "Luck of Lucian." Right. Yeah. And then Daylight remixed it on Grind Date. As we start bugging. Yeah, man, they used that same beat. They no, used no, the same on, beat. That was, yeah, Lucian. that was on uh, Artificial Intelligence, uh, Bionics. Is it? AOI That's on Bionics? Two. I think so, yeah. Because it comes after Simply Having. That joint. Yeah, Simply Having. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wonderful time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, that's the Paul yeah. McCartney uh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the end, man. Yeah, okay. But Which, I, you know, I don't know though, man. I'm just. But then too, till what about this? I never really seen like you used to see Dayline Tribe and them together. You know what I'm saying? Like I never seen Pushnikins. I don't recall seeing them. You know, like heavily whenever you saw the Jungle Brothers or you saw saw them in each other's videos and things like that. I don't remember, man. <laughs> so long, I don't remember. Look, Sean Mason said, "Don't forget the beat nuts too." See, yeah, see, man, and I, I remember, but I don't remember them like in the beginning. Yeah, man, I man, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. The, I, I don't. Well, that's someone said that today in in, in the Facebook group that the, they and 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 so going back to Wikipedia, there's several more that are listed as, as peripheral members. And these are all members that, like most of them, I always thought, yeah, these are it's like extended family. Because for me, like the Wu-Tang Clan mm -hmm. was, you know, there was nine members, you know. Right. And you knew the nine. They were named non-members. And then you just had these Wu affiliate groups. But the but it was a group. With the Native Tongues, it wasn't a group. You know, it was just. Right. It was just people doing stuff. You know, Red it's Alert like was. like a coalition. Yeah, and it's just like whoever was around, feeling the vibe, like they were a part of it, right? So right. I feel like that didn't really stop, and I feel like there was probably groups that didn't get mentioned in that core, like the Beat Nuts, that were around, you know, so mm -hmm. they definitely were a part of it to some degree, right? So, so yeah, the Peripheral members, the Beat Nuts, Brand Nubian, Shorty Nomas, mm. which I would just put Shorty mm. Nomas in, in, but I don't know, Dilla. Leaders of the New School, Most Deaf, Truth and Nola, which if y'all don't know Truth and Nola, man, I, I love. He was on Stakes is High. I love him. DJ Stress, which I'm not really familiar with DJ Stress, so forgive my mm -hmm. ignorance. The Bush Babies. Mm -hmm. Common, which makes sense. Now, this is the one that surprised me. The Far Side. I, I maybe through the Dilla connection? Either. 
I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, super dope. No denying that. And then uh, Vinia, how do you say this name? Vinia Mojica. Yeah, Vinia Mojica. What so, the funk you singing about the Vinia Mojica? Yeah. Shorty Nomass is from Philly. Yeah. she Man, she's dope. And if y'all don't know, she just released a new project late 2021. So check that out if you have um, Yeah. Still, so what you know, about I, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm sitting, I'm thinking, like, see, and then I get confused too. Cause remember, and then at a, at a particular time, Queen Latifah started the flavor unit. Which included right. Dreads from Black Sheep yeah. and a few, you know, a few other groups too, man. So, and then it was like nobody said it was separate from Native Tongues, but you just kind of felt like it was separate from Native Tongues. And but I don't yeah. know if that was just her starting her, you know, her little, you know, her little entity or whatever, or what what that really was, because right, it didn't stay that long. Yeah, and I feel I, I feel like. I feel like it's a fun conversation because you know it keeps the native tongues conversation going, um, but I don't know if it really matters too much. I feel like the fans probably make more of a deal out of it than like the actual native tongues do, <laughs> you know? Because I feel like for them it was just like, yeah, we we're having fun making music, you know. Uh, but for you know, people, people are people. Like we want to know, like who was in, who was out, you know? Right. Um, but I don't think it matters too much. When was that? When was when was the first? I know you know. When was the when was uh three feet high and rising? What was that? Was that eighty eight? That was eighty nine, if I'm not mistaken. Eighty nine. Okay, so I think straight out the jungle. I think that was eighty eight. If I'm not okay, mistaken. yeah, and then they follow. Okay, so in right. So I was a I was in a sophomore in high school. Mm. I didn't know. I I knew the groups. I knew the Jungle Brothers. I, you know, and I remember when Daylight first, when they, well, my first, myself and I, of course, you know, through videos and all of that. But right, even though I was fans of a of Tribe when they came, Daylight when they came, I didn't know that they collectively were being called the Native Tongue. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. didn't know that was a thing. Right. Like, I didn't get that until I started really understanding, like. You know, I started moving around myself in hip hop. Oh, this crew from over here, they called this, you know, mm, and oh yeah. they oh they they got together and they called that. So um I it, it was I didn't know like I knew liked everybody that was a part of the group separately. Well, right. I, I keep saying group, they're not a group, but a part of the coalition separately yeah. and didn't know I didn't even get when they did the buddy video that they were like all mm. cool like that. Right. I just was yeah. like, oh, they just doing the video together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know when I realized they were, you know, that the native tongues was something. I don't I don't remember either. But I do remember hearing De La Soul first. And then I remember being introduced to Tribe and Jungle Brothers and thinking, oh my God, because like De La Soul was like the greatest thing ever to me, you know. And then to learn that there was more groups that were of a similar style, it was just like, oh my gosh, there's more of this. Like, it was really uh, mm -hmm. mind blowing. So Sean Mason tunes in again. In my opinion, the native tongues represent integrity and being oddballs. <laughs> Lol, <laughs> I feel that <laughs> they would be called oddballs to maybe to maybe to a, a certain group of people 
You know yeah. what I mean? They were just always, I don't know what I, I don't even think I ever really put them in the category. It was just kind of like, man, I like them. You know what I mean? Like, man, I like them. And then you notice what you notice. And then you start seeing like, they kind of, them and tribe, they kind of dress the same. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah. You know, some in the Afrocentric and all of that. The Jungle Brothers too, like they was all yeah. dressing the same. Latifah too. So, man, dude, I, where, where, what is that? Okay, so let's let's go here. What is that movement today? Like, what? It, what is the descendants of that movement? Yeah. Or are, are there any? That's a great question. It's a great question. I mean, I would put artists like. Um, phonics and a1 a1 yeah, i yeah. put kid abstract you know that we had on last thursday yeah i would I, even put blue in there i'd put blue in there i'd, I'd put sky zoo in there yeah uh yeah I, th- I think all these i don't know if there's like a collective though of artists it, we on the like mission the, too. but but what's that what'd you say we on the mission we gonna find <laughs> out we gotta find out, but I think we it's. It, I think they're pro- actually there's probably a lot of different native tongue like collectives, you know, but very localized. You know, there, there's probably I know in Cincinnati there's there's cats that you know Group, come from yeah. that lineage that hang out together and do music together. Same with sure. Chicago, Chicago, you know, everywhere, any you know, big big city or anywhere there's you know enough hip-hop heads around i bet it exists but as far as like breaking through because i think the native tongues i mean that i think what made them the native tongues was just that organic being together you know several of them went to school together they start mm-hmm. recording music they're just kind of hanging out jumping on each other's each other's songs helping out with skits you know it's a very organic thing and i think in this day and age especially like now last few years of COVID, like most of the collaborations that are happening are happening online. So mm-hmm. you don't have that kind of organic, just hanging out, you know, being buddies, you know? So I think it's just a different era uh, that we live in. So I think there's a lot of artists that are similar, but I don't know if there's that many collectives that have like broken through, you know, and, and garnered like more mass appeal uh, like they did. I mean, I think of like pro era, like mm-hmm. Joey Badass mm-hmm. and them. Oh, yeah. Probably oh, yeah. that lineage, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, that's wild. Maybe, maybe you know, uh, um, Earl Sweatshirt. What was his crew? What's his crew name? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. Ah, someone please help me out. Uh, but that he's with a crew. Familiar. Earl yeah, Sweatshirt. He's with a crew out in California, and um, they kind of have that just doing their own thing not really conforming you know setting their own trail type of vibe so so i guess there's odd future odd future yeah 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 yeah. thank you odd future yeah thank you um Hmm. you know one thing i've often thought about is like what does it mean now you know in 2022 like how would you try to create the atmosphere for kit abstract a1 sky zoo vsties like what what can you know people like you and me like what could we do to try to like create an atmosphere fan the flames for like a, a kind of that new native tongues 
vibe collective flourish now when you're living in you know an internet world you know a virtual I world think one of those things that i mean you know the could like you said everything is different today but i mean compilation stuff that we already talking about doing you know for, for mm -hmm. ourselves and what our company i i it, it's doing what we do is Thursday nights, boom, bad chat, yeah. having VCs, having a kid abstract, or will we do the show? Will we have them both on, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or, or just different things that bring in the awareness because we have a, we have a pretty good amount of uh, people following and knowing what we do. So, right. you know, put them on out there. I mean, that's, I mean, that, and that's, on, that's when you think about it, that's how, you know, hip hop spread anyway, was just yeah. by the word of mouth. Right. Yeah, you know, maybe, you know, around the time, you know, we're working on a book right now, if you haven't heard, Profound talked about it, about Native Tongue albums, uh, doing reviews and some essays. But maybe around that time, like we can do some shows where we get four, five, six Native Tongue-like artists, you know, invite them on to to share about, you know, maybe we pick an album, Native Tongue album, you know, four weeks in down. a row. Yeah, break yep. down, what does it mean to you, that type of thing. And um, yeah, maybe a compilation comes out of it. I don't know. I think that's dope. Think, I think we, yeah. we we do that because when I think about those albums, everything always takes me back to what was going on in my life at that mm. time that I was yeah. consuming that album. Right. So I like to do those breakdowns and reflect on it. Like how how what do I think about listening when I listen to it now? And then, you know, try to take myself back to when I was really listening to, you know, People's Instinctive Travels and, and Three Feet High and Rising and the Jungle right. Brothers and everything else. Like, it was affecting me differently then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now, I mean, it was, a, I feel like now, sometimes, I don't know if you ever had this feeling, but sometimes I feel like, damn, dude, I wish you would have appreciated it more when you yeah. really first heard it. You know, like, I was getting it, but... I don't get it like I get it now. Yeah, yeah. That's weird, huh. man. I, yeah, I wonder if it's, you know, you said you were, what, a sophomore in high school? I was a sophomore in high school, yeah. I was a freshman in 88. Do you remember music that you just, like, absolutely loved back then? Were you just yep. like, I just can't get enough? Was it Native Tongues or was it, uh, were there other artists that like spoke to you even more? Oh, there were, man. Well, of course, Rakim. It was Rakim. Yeah. It was, it, it was Native Tongues. It was Public Enemy, yeah. KRS, you know, it, it, you know, though the, you, where, you know, when, when it was only a select few. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't definitely like it is today. There right. were only a select few. And one thing that I always liked and remembered is that most of the East Coast dudes was always thanking each other in the linear notes of the mm -hmm. of the album and stuff. Yep. You know, like even if they weren't crew, they was having their names mentioned. And I always right. thought that that was cool to open up a Tribe Called Quest album and see them thank Rakim. You yeah, know, give him a shout. You know, right? That that reminds me. That's um. One thing that I want, there's a few things that I want hip hop to bring back. Obviously, liner notes and CDs. Uh, I, I, I would like hip hop to bring that back. But also, uh, remember on songs where uh, rappers used to like be so dope. They were dope from like this city to that other city in this place. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? 
Mm-hmm. I, I want those ref. I want to bring those references back. Uh, and then the other thing I want hip hop to bring back is the shout out track when they just would at the end of a song or like the whole, like they would just shout out, but they would shout it out like vibe with the, you know, with the beat, you know, rhythmic ways. So anyway, but anyway, yeah. I asked you, I asked, so when we do a group album, that's, we're going to tell people how dope we are from here to Grenada or whatever. And then we're going to do the shout out track where we're just shouting yep. out people. So that has to happen. I thought it was dope. I did something like that on Deep Rooted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, when everybody yeah. was calling, it was like straight yep. out of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. KRS too. Yeah. Remember the KRS album, the self-titled album. The yeah. album that has Build Your yeah. Skills yeah. on there. He yeah. does it on there too. That's a dope album. That's a dope. Yeah. Album. But I, yeah. so I asked you about other artists, like really, you know, exciting you back then, because I remember it for me it was the Native Tongues. Like I, you know, I had heard some some artists before the Native Tongues, but. It was really the native tongues that just really captured me because you talked about like feeling like you didn't appreciate it, you know, like for for me. And I, yeah, go ahead. And I was going to say maybe it's because of, you know, my age then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's I was a little younger when I first heard the native tongues, you know, and man, I don't know, man. It was just like I know people have like, and you mentioned Rakim. Like I've always liked Rakim and I've always, you know, recognized him as, you know, one of, if not the best. But for me, it, he was like, I don't idolize him like a lot of mm-hmm. cats do, but I do the native tongues. So I think, I think age does is important. Like when you experience something for the first time, how old you are, I think that does play a role in it. I think I was just the right age where they just kind of mesmerized me. Well, like, well, how old were you about to remember what grade you were in? Yeah, I was like nine, maybe. I think I was like okay, nine. Okay, so you were Elijah's age then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, grade, yeah, 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 like fourth grade. Yeah, so when yeah. I first came, got on to Rakim, I was in seventh grade. Okay. So, you know, I was already like, hey, who is this guy? What? Mm-hmm. Follow the leader? What? And, you know, so I do, I do, and, and, when, I, and when I think about it and I say I wish I had appreciated it more then, I, I mean, I had to appreciate it to a degree to still be involved in it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just look at it now and my perception of hip-hop is totally different today than it was then. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, it's I, like, I remember, I remember, um, I remember really liking potholes in my lawn more than mm. me, myself, and I. Really? Yeah, man. Like, I don't know no. what it was, man. It was just something about it when I first heard it. And and my parents really loved me, myself, and I, of course, because of the sample. You know, so. Yeah. And then, you know, Buddy, too. They love Buddy because of mm-hmm. the sample, too. So. Right. Man, dude. Oh, we did. Well, we had dress. We got to get more native tongues back on, on the show, man. We definitely no, I reached out to Moni Love's people, her manager. Oh, that's right. I, re- that's right. I reached out to Shorty Nomas. Uh, and I, I'm gonna reach back out to Dres. Yeah, I would love and I love and to you get know to what? Roby. Let's, let's put this out there too, because I've been hitting uh Pasta Noose on his Instagram. I've been DMing him. Pasta Noose, man, I know you like watch the show, man. Get him to come on the show, bro. <laughs> That'd be dope. That would be super dope, man. Yeah. And actually, Damn. 
Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We'll have to plot and plan and scheme how we can get De La Soul because you know what, well, our hundred episode is coming up, man. I, I'm telling you, it's not That'd hard to get De La. I don't think it's hard. Shout out to Dirty MF, Dirty MF. So I, I know um, from back home from Chicago. I know he's real close with Maceo. So um, I already Dang. reached out to him about you know getting up. Uh, we sending him something for the book as well. No, no, no. Um. And matter of fact, I can holler at him, man. Put, yeah. put me in tune. Put us in tune, man. We want to. We want daylight see, on the show. See, yeah. See. See what happens. See what happens. And hey, look at Sean. Said, Sean said, "Bring back the quirky oddballs to hip hop." Oh. Man. Oh, and I missed that. Sorry, Sean. Uh, we were talking about <laughs> oddballs, and uh, Sean said, "Cool Keith and said G from Ultra Magnetic were hip hop's first oddball MCs." Hey, Till. I'm gonna ask you something live on the air right now, man. And I'm 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 gonna try not to laugh while I ask you, man. Did you ever know what Cool Keith was rapping about, bro? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it just sounded good to me, man. I'm like, I don't know what he's saying, man. I don't know what he's talking about, but it sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. It's you know, speaking of that, another more side notes. When Ghostface Killer came out. And said that uh oh Matthew Coop said no one no one does <laughs> <laughs> no one right. knows what cool key. Like, do you remember when Ghostface came out and talked about his lyrics on on some of his songs on um uh, uh Supreme Clientele? Did you see this? I think I think maybe it was on genius.com. I I forget what what site it was, but he basically was talking about he would some of those songs he was just rhyming just random words like that didn't make any sense <laughs> dude you know what's funny about that ghost was on rap city one day mm. and i i'll never forget this man he was on rap city and one of them asked him like somebody it was one of the special guests it wasn't tigger but somebody was on there and they was really excited to have him on mm. and they asked him about a line in one of his songs it was something about him saying something about 12 monkeys mentioned in the movie and they asked him to explain it because he was like man me and my friends we argue over my homeboys we argue over what it's dude ghost couldn't tell him what it meant man he was like <laughs> man i don't even be knowing what i be saying half the time dude and i remember dying laughing at the tv like did he just say <laughs> he don't know what that that's means? hilarious and you know what's so funny about that is, yeah, you know people are out there debating and arguing, you know, what these things mean, you know? I mean, it, it, take, it takes us back full circle to the native tongues, who is and isn't in the native tongues. I, I don't think it really matters, you know? The native tongues have never really put out, like, none of those original groups have ever put out, like, a list of, like, here are, you know, the official members, everyone else, you know, th that's never happened. So it's just like, whatever. Enjoy the music, celebrate the music, and move on. And didn't Dred say like that? It just started with them just all hanging out and being yeah. friends and being in the studio together and stuff. And right. they ended up traveling together, I guess. Yeah. Because I was going, I was just thinking like, okay, well, man, who, who, what would they say? Who would they say started? You know what I'm saying? The, the whole coalition so to speak but i'm just thinking about dress he would say they probably all did together yeah. oh matthew that's a good question matthew coop said uh wasn't native tongues just a tour um mm. did it start out that way i don't even remember i i don't did, remember either yeah. 
but man, look, but there was I mean there research, was live research right now. Go ahead, Taylor. There's there was definitely people more than the tour. I mean, there was definitely groups, tribe, de la soul, all you know, all the groups we mentioned earlier. They were definitely hanging out, you know, being friends, making music together. Uh and the and the term was coined, native tongues was coined. Wasn't it Q tip? Got it from an old soul album or something. I don't I don't remember. But the, the term was coined by one of them. And so there was a name, like they did name themselves the native tongue. So so there is more, it was more than just a tour, is what I'm saying. And yeah, Queen Latifah was in it, Moni Love. Yeah. Um, but dope. It's it's a, dope man, dude, this dude, it says the jungle brothers started them. Yeah, and I, I think you could also, you know, say that, you know, red alert. Has something to do with that? Oh too, yeah, because you know red alert. Man, you can say red alert had a lot to do with a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Man, that's true. Yes, that's true. a good one. You know, I do want. Man, we need to get. Man, we get Latifah on the show too. All right. Yeah. We just. Uh, I, I'd like to know what you know. Oh, when we get Moni Love on, you know, I'd like to know too. Like. I know most people would be like, you know, what happened that, you know, I hate to ask the question that way, but just be like, what happened? Was it the industry, you know, was it the industry itself, you know, um, record deals, you know, being lost or I don't, I don't, I don't even think anybody fell out or is it just, did y'all just grow up, grow into doing y'all own thing and it became more of that? I'd be interested to know. Yeah, me too, man. That would that would be a really fun conversation to have, you know. I, and I know Drez, Drez has talked about this before, where like he he wanted like this. I don't remember how many years ago this was, but uh, some years ago, um, he he wanted to do more stuff, like do a tour again, do some music, you know. Uh, and he talked about it. He talked openly in an interview. Uh, so I want to I want to read something here for you, uh, profound everyone listening in. Mm -hmm. I really like this breakdown. This is from a man Roger um, on uh, Facebook, and he is always uh, just really sharp with his his commentary on hip hop. And so anyway, this is what he said in the Native Tongues fan group uh, that we moderate. He says Zulu Nation is the organizational and theoretical forebearer with input and derived concepts coming from eclectic sources, especially 5% nation of gods and earths. Africa Bambada is the godfather. Red Alert is the musical mentor. Chris Lighty is the protector. The core musical acts of native tongues are Jungle Brothers, uh, De La Soul, A Tribe Called Quest, Moni Love, Queen Latifah, Black Sheep. First Orbit Affiliates, Large Professor, and this is the first time I heard him affiliated with uh, Native Tongues, Beat Nuts, Chi Ali, Leaders of the New School, Fushnikins, Most Deaf, Bush Babies, Lucian, Vinia Mojica, and Secondary Affiliates, Skef Anselm, Diamond D, Brand New Bean, Beat Miners, <laughs> Beat Miners, Pete Rock, Mad mm. Skills, Kid Hood, and JD. So I like that breakdown. Um, and, and when I asked him about it, wow. you know, he, he's got, you know, he can back up that stuff. But basically it's just, you know, it's him doing his research, you know, listening, reading, you know, that type of thing, um, you know, through the years. So I, I like that. And I like that, you know, 
as much as um, you know, people talk about you know those core those core groups, you know, we can't forget about red alert, you know, and, and Chris Lighty, I didn't realize this till recently too. Like Chris Lighty was uh, right there um, involved as well. So, you know, I used to see his name a lot in the credits too, man. I re I remember the name. I didn't remember. I want to say Buster made him really popular by mentioning him, you know, a lot, you know, later on. Um, but I do remember seeing Chris Lighty's name all the time, man, in the credits, man, a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, and on um Drink Champs, Drez was on Drink Champs. So uh he he's talking he talks about Chris Lighty uh, on there quite a bit. So if you haven't checked that episode mm. out, please do. Okay. It's always always humorous to watch Drink Champs with uh Nori. Oh so. my god, man. Nori don't never let you never let the guest answer. <laughs> <laughs> NRE. <laughs> oh man, that's a good one. But he gets people to talk, leaders. so that's fun. Oh, Matthew asks, how was leaders not in the foundation? Man, some people say they were, though. You know what I mean? I, I, but I don't think – I think if we're looking at it, like, from a fan standpoint, it was a little early before their time. You know I mean? I guess because, you know, they were on low-end theory, which was, what, 91? I think that's right. That's 91, 9091. So. And damn, that's a good question, man. I can't answer that one. I I I you know what, Till? They probably I'm sure they were around. Because when you mentioned large professor, like that made sense to me. Because you know, large professor and tip, like, you know, you they that was always a connection there. So right. it makes sense that he would be like considered, you know, I know that they, you know, do a lot of music together. <clears throat> but everybody else, I, man, that's a good yeah. question, bro. Uh, I just, I feel like, you know, I think it was just organically how people, you know, were moving at that time and building relationships at that time. You know, I mean, leaders of the new school were with, um, you know, doing a lot with Chuck D and Chuck D was public really enemy, yeah. public enemy. Yeah. So, you know, they were hanging around with that crowd. And maybe they weren't hanging around, you know, the Native Tongues crowd as much as, say, Drez and Mr. Long, you know, because Drez goes into that, too, on Drink Champs. So, like, you know, they were just around more. And so, naturally, they were, you know, more of a core, you know, group of mm -hmm. Native Tongues, even though mm -hmm. they were the black sheep of the family tree. But still, you know, they were right there. So, I mean, you are you right organically like that? Because that's how we all met. That's how I met right. Io originally yeah. years ago. That's how you and I met. And yeah, so yeah, I mean, and that's usually usually those types of relationships last a lifetime, though, bro. Right. And I just feel like there what like there wasn't like a, a gatekeeper of the native tongue saying mm -hmm. you're in, you're out, you know. Right. Just, there wasn't a RZA. Yeah, right. Exactly. Very different. So, but I feel my man Matthew Coop. I love this talk. I do too. I can talk about that. Me too. Like all day long. I love this collective, man. Man, you got me one, uh, man. Hey, man. Let's talk about the streaming. They need to get the the, the, the catalog, the daylight catalog on these platforms, man. I'm tired of waiting on this mess because I can't pull up stakes as high. I, I got to, uh, man. I, know. I don't have all of my physical copies like I used to, man. I this is this is not making me feel good, man. The only thing that they got streaming <laughs> is grind date. Yep. And then 
What's this other one? Uh, and the anonymous nobody. Nobody. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah. I can't do anything with that. You know what they did though? Several years ago, they, I think, for like one day only, they gave away all their their entire catalog for free. Do you remember this? No. Yeah, man. They emailed it out. They let people know, and they just sent downloads links to downloads to anyone that wanted it because they were trying they were frustrated i think they were frustrated that they With couldn't the Tommy get their Boy stuff situation. Yeah, they couldn't get their stuff streaming so they're like they couldn't sell it that like they were contracts they probably broke some laws or you know contracts just giving it away but they saw that as the go around that they knew their fans wanted their music so they're like screw it we'll just give it away and uh and they did i remember because i had you know i had most of the albums but there's a few things they had that I had I didn't have, so I was like, all right, let me get this some remixes and stuff. Yeah, Matthew Coop, you remember that? Man, I'm, I'm I'm getting ready to do something just for kicks. I want to see I want to see what this uh I want to see what Amazon tells me. I want to just oh, look at you. something for kicks, just for kicks, man. Hmm. They selling an audio. Ver There's an audio version of Three Feet High and Rising CD, the actual CD. There's only one left in stock, and it's forty dollars. Yeah, I I was fortunate enough <laughs> to get all those CDs, you know, when they came out and and kept them. And then the ones that I had one, I had stakes as high. Man, I was so bummed. I listened to albums so many times, and it got really scratched. <laughs> Hey man, and I was so you frustrated. You know what? You know The stakes is high, man. I love that. Just stop taking me for a ride. ride. Yes, hey, man. That is man, man. Hey, I don't want to go I, that far. Sell my soul. I ain't trying to go that far. Hey, man. I, I see. I don't have the album anymore, Till. And you got yeah, it, don't you? Yeah. Well, how many copies you got? Well, I had I had the one copy and it was really scratched and it would still play every once in a while I would like skip. But then and they, I, I think it's out of print, so it's like really expensive. But I found it. I found it at a record store here, mint condition. I was like, oh yes. What? So so I got you can have my scratched copy if you want. Hey, but look, <laughs> hey, but, hey, check this out though. Dave stakes as high as on Amazon for, for $24. That's a little bit okay. more. I That's can do bad. that. Yeah. That's not bad. I thought it was a little more expensive. But uh, shout out to Marcus. He wow. says, I kind of miss going to the store and buying CDs. Marcus, come man. to Cincinnati, man. You can do it with me. I go to, I go to the CD store, you know, at least monthly. And we're yeah, fortunate in Cincinnati. We have, uh, we have several stores here that sell CDs still. And uh, you can find some really good stuff. So I mean, I don't think that the, I don't think CDs are ever going to go anywhere, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I get people package things differently, you know, today with certain things and you can get music out easier, not having a physical, you know, that that cost from physical product. But ain't nothing well, like having it physically. The thing about CDs is I'm not so there is a market out there for it, mm -hmm. but I'm not so sure there's many new people out there. So. I think it's going to die off. Mm. You know, oh, I see I what think. you're saying. Yep. You know, yep. 
but maybe not. But I mean, I think it's it's here for a while because like there is a decent market out there that buys CDs still. But and then you got people selling these collectors items. So yeah, yeah, and tapes. Somehow people still buy tapes. I don't. I I don't like tapes, but man, and you know it's funny. I still have a tape deck too. Oh, do you really? I do. I have a standalone tape deck. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, a pioneer standalone tape deck. Dope. I sure do. I don't have. Well, I do have a couple of cassettes. I still got my original uh, Dead Serious Dos Effects album on cassette. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. I had the words had are going some, off of it, but <laughs> I had some tapes, man. But I, I took them up to everybody's records, and uh, I thought, you know what? Let's let them go. Let them go, man. I. I have all the CDs of of all those tapes. I don't need them. Let let a Man, collector too. have them. <laughs> hey, you know? when I had when the, when cassettes was real big, you couldn't have told me that they was gonna be able to create something that was gonna sound better than the cassette, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I wouldn't believe you had your, And you had your Walkman. I mean, yeah. Was oh man, you had you were definitely set. set, man. But the CD, and then man, when they, the CD, the Sony Discman came. Change the game. A tape won't skip, but it can't get chewed up, though. It can't get yeah. chewed up, though, Matthew. That's what I would say. Where, where did it go? A tape won't. I thought I showed that. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Matthew. You said a tape won't skip. But yes, you're right, Profound. They can get eaten up. And CDs, if you take care of a CD and you take care of a tape, the CD is going to last much longer. No doubt. Mm -hmm. And it sounds mm -hmm. better, I think. But uh marcus says i remember walking around carrying a walkman or a walk carrying a yeah, walkman and extra cds <laughs> uh, man the battery the oh heck yeah hey look look <laughs> hey look they made it they made it so compatible right so you could carry around it the cds right so the, you got the walkman joint then you had the little cd case where you could put like five cds in there and carry it with you now right. all of a sudden you got to carry extra batteries in case your batteries go out yeah, and yep. then you got to make sure you had the the dual shock on your disc man, so your CDs <laughs> yes. wouldn't skip. <laughs> the dual shock, man. Yeah, Dude. man, you had to have that. You had to have that on there, so you had to have Dude. that turned on. I remember, <laughs> I remember having uh, taking a pillow whenever I would go uh, drive in, in my car. You have any ideas why I took a pillow with me? I think you know <laughs> why I had CD a pillow. <laughs> yep. Because remember, you didn't have the CD player. You'd have to put the tape in, right? The tape with the cord that goes into the headphone out. And I remember having a CD player that, that skipped like crazy. So I, had a, I had a pillow in the front seat. <laughs> Dude, that is so hip hop. It's like, man, I can't go nowhere without my music, man. <laughs> can't do it, man. Can't do it. You know one of the oh, worst. Man. You know one of the worst days of my life. I I upgraded, and uh, this was after I, I had like my first job that like like career like <laughs> path job. You know where I got, and I was getting paid like hardly anything compared to you know where I am now in my life, but. You know, for someone just out of college, it's mm. like no, you know, no responsibility, not married, no kids. Like, you know, it was it was a good job, right? I had extra money; I could actually buy more, you know, CDs now. So anyway, I, I bought this car, bought this used car. It had a six CD 
uh, changer. changer. <laughs> Remember this? Yeah. You put six CDs in it, right? So I'm traveling to um, Pittsburgh. And I kid you not, as I go over the bridge into, was it West Virginia? I forget because you have to like go through another state. This something fried the CD player and it stopped working. It stopped working. And you didn't have no more sounds. I had to drive the rest of the day with no sounds. Then I had to drive back. Then I had to figure out to do it with my life because I had a car that couldn't play anything. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I had it was like it was like a midlife crisis. You know, came right. I, just, I didn't know what to do with myself. I never oh, got that man. thing fixed, brother. I couldn't. Yeah. Anyway, dude, that's hilarious. You can't be life. riding, taking no road trips, man. No road trips without the sounds, bro. <laughs> no shit. Nah, just can't do it. Mm-mm. can't do it no man man all right y'all listen uh native tongues uh if you have thoughts on who is or isn't native tongues or just any thoughts about the native tongues uh no matter when you're viewing this or listening to this comment let us know uh we'd love to celebrate this uh group this collective uh, if you will if you're on facebook we have a group on facebook the native tongues um fan I think it's the Native Tongues fans page. Uh, it's a group, and so search for that. Just search Native Tongues groups on Facebook, uh, and you'll get it. Um, yeah, Marcus said driving a distance with no music would suck. Yeah, it does definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but make sure you get that. Uh, Profan, anything else uh, we need to touch on tonight? Nah, brother. Any other I'm comments? Pretty good. I'm okay. cool. Nah, I'm, I got to get back to this fifth grade homework with my son, man. Right on, man. Did y'all have school today? <laughs> Wait, you're in Nevada. Yeah, you had school today. Yep. There was yeah, a big snowstorm today. here. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Um, I I feel a little bit of the cold, but I I, I no snow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, but, I was uh, only it only cold. It, I got up to like 50 today. Okay. Yeah, it was it was cold here. Ice. That's the thing. It's not a lot of snow. Oh, yeah, ground, I, don't, a lot of ice. I don't miss it at all. I don't miss it at all. I forgot. Yeah, you from the Midwest too, too. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like, nah, I don't. I don't miss it, man. I like to look at it on on the TV though, but I don't miss. <laughs> I don't miss driving in it or any of that, man. At yeah, all. man. I feel that. I feel that. Well, if you're tuning in tonight, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. Uh, shout out to Matthew and and Marcus and everyone else that, yeah, that tuned yeah. in. Um, and make sure if you didn't hear uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, we do have a new Nas tribute song. Uh, my man Sharp One did the lyrics. I did the beat. And we're going to wrap it up in a uh, old school maxi single. Got a virtual liner notes uh, with lyrics, with an essay from Professor Stephen Dunn, uh, with some other fun stuff in there. Uh, you, you're going to be able to get that song, all the remixes. we got a bunch of remixes that people submitted, uh, as well as our book, The Boom Bap Review. You're going to get all that for just 20 bucks. Uh, so that's coming really soon. So be on the lookout uh, for advertisements for that. Tonight was all about discussing the native tongues, who is and isn't in the native tongues. And uh, we're going to be mm-hmm. talking a lot more about the native tongues uh, in the weeks and months to come because we are just about finished with our next book, The Native Tongues Review. Uh, and we're scheduled to put that out in May. So let me know uh, if you want to get a boombapmonthly.com or leave a comment below that you want the updates and uh, we'll get you on that 
Any other updates, Profound, before we do our shout-outs? Um, no. We're doing the uh, – we, we put the Native Tongues out. Don't we got a Profound album we putting out to at that time? Yeah, that's right. That's no, right. Tell, tell, yeah, tell, tell yeah, us more about got, that, Profound. We got that. We got the uh, the distant gratification album that I had done. Um, that we're putting we're putting out. I never had an opportunity to really put it out like I wanted to put it out. So, um, I said everybody's everybody's hip hop. We putting that record out, uh, featuring you know of course myself, but featuring Master Ace, Wordsworth, um, man, a couple other MCs, and man, brother, like. Yeah, I'm ready to get. I'm ready to get it and, and get yeah, moving. Man. Yeah, so get you moving. will definitely be seeing and hearing about that in the uh, weeks and months to come for sure. We gotta have a whole whole rollout plan in place. Got some videos. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's gonna be <laughs> Matthew. You'll get it, man. We got you. I want. To, <laughs> there you go. Yes, we got you. No doubt. No doubt. Cool. All oh, right, yeah. Profan. Got, got some shout outs uh, before we go. Right, you want to shout out? Man, let's shout. I'm gonna shout out the crew today, man. Io, shout out to Io, uh, Bo, Stowe, Joe, Util, of course, Matthew and Marcus. Everybody that's always checking us out. Everybody, uh, uh our everybody's hip hop fans or crew, basically crew. We want to call them our everybody crew because everybody's always checking us out. Um, and shout out to everybody's records too, man. Is when I get to Cincinnati, man, I'm coming through. So yeah, man. That's it, bro. Dope. Uh, well, I also want to shout out uh, everyone that tuned in, Sean Mason, as well. All our Patreon yeah. supporters, man, we uh, continue to get people to sign up and support us through Patreon. So appreciate y'all uh, buying into the vision. And uh, speaking of albums that we're putting out, Iomas Marad, his new album is already out uh, on Bandcamp, so you can get that called City of Wind. Better get it. Just uh, search everybody's hip-hop label on Bandcamp. You will find it, and uh, you can get that album. Uh, New Nas Tribute single is coming up uh, very soon, so stay on the lookout. That should hit next week. And next Thursday, we have uh, a special guest coming on to talk about this really cool thing that he uh, was a part of called Step Africa. So a little bit different than what we normally talk about here. Um, but knows knows his hip hop, and is gonna, we're going to talk about some hip hop stuff with him. Talk about step and how that relates to hip hop and those parallels. Uh, so Brian McCollum will be here next Thursday in the building. He's a good dude, man. He's got great energy. I just I really like this guy. So uh, so we're going to be chatting with him next Thursday. So come on back and tune in. And on that note, we say. Peace, 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 pe